Welcome to Click Star, brought to you by Lucky Dice Cafe out of Huntsville, Alabama. Check them out at luckydicecafe.com. And now for your hosts, Daniel Powell, Jason Alvey, and Tyler Spees. Hey everybody, welcome to Clickstoff today. This is your host, Daniel Powell speaking. Just want to let everyone know that Clickstoff is brought to you by Trollandtoad.com, the world's largest Heroclix retailer. Save 5% off your Heroclix order with coupon code Clickstoff at Trollandtoad. Merchant and pre-order items do not apply. If you like what you're hearing today on Clickstoff, We'd be glad if you'd check us out at patreon.com forward slash clickstoff. A dollar and above gets entered into our monthly giveaway. Five dollars and above gets entered into our exclusive Discord server. And we also will be posting soon our giveaway from Troll and Toad this month, which is $50 worth of web credit. So check out facebook.com forward slash clickstoff for all of the entry details here soon if it's not up by the time I post the podcast uh so just uh just me tonight from the crew uh tonight will be a a two-part episode um the second part will be Tyler and I talking about some of the questions that came up and uh that sort of thing but the first part tonight uh we had a surprise last minute addition here for our new 2020 champion of the world and national champion of the national adam freeman well hello sir so thanks for being on adam and congratulations you're very welcome and thank you the uh the year of covid and adam well you know you can't get rid of either of us very easily so yeah so you were uh 2019 team world champion um and then you've had a lot of uh, high more, placements. More like Team World Anchor, I like to think. Team World Angerer? Anchor. Anchor. I, 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 was, I was holding them down. Oh, you did? So you won in Team Worlds. You won all of your matches except for the last one, right? Is that? No, I... Uh, oh, the Anchor. You mean like you were holding them, them weighing yeah. them down, not yep. like... Okay. All right. Yes, 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 yes. They would have... Like, I was the worst part of the team. Gotcha. <laughs> Which, to be fair, was sort of by design in the way we split up the figures, because both of their teams were actually kind of insane. And then we looked at what was left, and we're like, well, this is probably the best thing we could do with it. Might as well have two really, really good teams, and hope I can pick off enough games to make up for it. Which is basically what happened. I mean, I gotcha. won I won two of the single limb rounds that we needed me to win, because I think, George, I think George lost a game, and then Matt lost a game, and I picked up the second win in those two. And then basically I lost all my other games. Uh, gotcha. <laughs> I, I had a double. I had a double loss in Swiss. Uh, I had a roll off in the finals. I mean, it is double yeah. or thirtieth at one fifty. Not the not the best team in the format. That's for sure. No, not not particularly. Not particularly. Uh, but your your last big singles win was twenty fourteen U.S. Nationals, right? right. Uh, singles win. That would probably be it. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, then you know. Yeah, we had a team win before that, and then yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, then smattering of uh, we were talking about pre-show, a smattering of top eights, top fours, and worlds and nationals from here to there, and um, finally got back over the hill this year. Yeah, basically. 
So you know, I get, I get to win like I, I get to win once every decade. This is sort of like the start of the new decade, so I'm allowed to win once. Right. So um, for those that haven't, so we talked a little bit about with our uh, everyone that's on, um, kind of what was your first set, and um, what is your favorite figure of all time? Now I know that you pretty much you don't collect, right? Though Adam, you're you're pretty uh, much just a competitor. Did, did when I was younger. Uh, I definitely don't anymore. All right. And how long have you been playing? I want to say, I want to say 2004 or five, but I don't remember offhand. I, I'd actually have to check with Anthony because I met him right around then gotcha. uh, at, the, at the local at the local game shop here headquarters. Uh, and so I want to say no, it might have been 2000. I was probably in my second year of high school, so probably 2005, like four, five, six, seven. No, five, six, seven, eight. So probably 2000, end of 2005, probably. So I think it was Unleashed was the was the set that I started gotcha. with. Uh, it's either that or Ultimates. I think Ultimates was right after that. Uh, I do remember Casey figures were a thing when I started. Right. And I, I had sort of known about the game prior to then, but I'd never actually played. Sure. Like I was familiar enough. I could look at it and go, okay, I know that it's not, I know that it's not Mage Knight. Because I actually knew, I actually had played Mage Knight before I played Click very briefly. Gotcha. Uh, at one of the... At one of the gaming clubs at uh, in junior high. Oh wow! Yeah, so I, I've been around for a while, but I never did anything meaningful uh, in terms of results or playing in major events until basically 2014. Uh, I helped Anthony prep for. He was trying to. He was playing in 2013 and I think 2012, and I helped him prep for those. Uh, and I accidentally knocked him out of qualifying for 2012. I think uh, in the in the grinder events. Because I, I between rounds, between the second to last game and the last game of the basically single limb sealed thing you had to do, he had the Quasar from I think it's Captain America as the set. Yep. Uh, and before the last round, I just wanted to take a look at the dial because I was curious, and I accidentally left him on like the second to last click, and Anthony didn't catch it before the game started, and so he started the game with Quasar two clicks from death. Uh, oh no! He was not able to pull it off after that. Right. Oh, man, he's got, like, a nine attack, and... He's got hypersonic, though, from what I remember. Oh, gosh. Hypersonic pulse wave on his third to last click. I think that was... Yeah, I think that's where he got left, somewhere. Right oh, there. big oof. Yeah, so, that, that, uh, was, that felt bad. And and he probably would have won if it wasn't for that, because that piece was insane and sealed. Sure. What, um... So what's your... Uh, what's been your favorite figure of all time? Not competitively, so I'll ask that question separately. But what's been mm. your favorite figure... You know, sculpt, you know, comic-wise. I know. long since held the key from Hypertime had the best sculpt for forever. Uh, there's some more recent stuff that's probably better looking. But I always felt like that was one of the few figures from the early days. They really did go all out in, like, the way that they actually got the sculpting right and they actually got the coloring good. And, like, it all just worked together. And there was, like, actual detailing on the paint job with that piece. Uh, so I do distinctly remember that one. I think, I think my favorite piece was probably just Bet Havoc, just because I played it. I, I like I couldn't not play that piece from Mutant Mayhem. Uh, it's just ten attack, four damage, like, with, like in eight range. Uh, it just did everything I wanted in a piece. It hit hard. It did it from far away. Uh, and if it took two damage, it was useless. <laughs> All right. And which so which which piece was that? Vet Havoc from Mutant Mayhem. 40 Havoc. Points, 44 points, I think. Um, I'm looking. Oh, there it is, Havoc. 
Yeah, there was, uh, let's see, that was the veteran. Yeah, veteran, 44 points, I think. Uh, X-Men TA. Uh, it was not the flyer. The flyer was the experienced one. Oh, wow. You know that? That would still be half as playable today. Eight range, I energy like explosion. Be fine. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, so him, and then I think the other piece that I remember just playing way too much of was the Danger Rune Storm at forty. Just stealth, big range RCE. Just couldn't get enough of that. Sure. Uh, I think she'd be okay in sealed today too. Honestly. Yeah, eight range, RCE, 10 for two, 40 points. That's not bad at all. Yeah, that's flying in stealth. Mm-hmm. That's all you need. Like, I, all these complicated traits and everything, I think they're going too far. I think they just need to get back to the fundamentals. You just need reason, reasonable stats, one or two standard powers that work okay together. You know, that, that's all it takes. Right. I don't disagree. This 400-point Sentinel would get eaten alive by... Uh... By, I think, just Black Widow by herself from this Danger Room set. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> the uh, the Colossals from back then leave much to be desired. Yeah, uh, for sure. I, I was looking at... Uh, who was I looking at again just because I was bored? I think it was... Oh, the, the Dark Phoenix. The, uh, the one from Mutant Mayhem, the LE one. And I was like, hmm, how many points would I actually pay for the 900-point dial? And I think I think the answer was 250. Even with multi-attack. <laughs> Just because the stats drop off so fast. Right, right. That is like, true. Like, I'm, I'm pretty convinced the 300-point Dark Phoenix from the most recent set beats that piece at, like, 900. That's... <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, if it can get a hit off, it, I think it all depends on who gets the first hit off, right? Yeah, but... right, yeah. I mean, you can get one hit to, and stick it through. Suddenly she's back down to, like attack or something on the two by two or on the, on the old one right instead of like the 14 she starts with <laughs> yeah it's really really falls off really quick it's a big damage value but yeah it's like seven like the whole dial but who cares <laughs> that's true so what about favorite competitive piece favorite competitive piece i mean it's got to be just on safer that that piece was way too much fun to play with uh, right. And he was in that sweet spot where he was actually enjoyable to play with, whereas like Faust was just powerful. I couldn't not play him because he was too good. Just right. on favorite was actually just a pleasure to have on your force. You're just like, oh, my team does everything. And that's exactly where I want to feel for my 40-point piece. Sure. Is that he just does everything for me. Right. No, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, the first time we ever played, you uh, were playing Justin. Oh, yeah. I mean, I played him pretty much the entire time he was legal. Uh, pretty much from day one he was printed, I was playing that piece. Cause I, so, and probably it's because I had remembered how much I had loved playing Mole Man with Shuma. And basically, this was the, new, the, newest, the newest, better version of it. The newest, better version of that, yeah. Um, do you think, so... Um, do you think that he should be banned in the Majestics format today? Yes, I recommended his ban initially, and I maintain that he's still way too good. So what is that? He's forty points. He's four clicks. You think he just makes too too much degenerate play? I mean, yeah, he can't be nothing, he can't be really themed not that well, right? I mean, so. it, 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 he, it's, he's not themed. You don't care about that. Like when you're playing him, 
Like here's just a, especially with the way IDs got changed after. Well, if it was the old ID functionality that existed today, it might be a different case. But once the IDs change, uh, yeah, it's just insane because you can be like, so just even just the old targets, you don't even worry about the new stuff like a Mazo or some crazy nonsense like that. Like Batman Superman Robot was what I was playing with him with forever. If you have him with Batman Superman Robot, Batman Superman Robot moves up half the map, shoots something, and then calls in. Sure. But that doesn't like, seem that bad, right? I mean, it gets like a lot of themed barrier teams that are there today. Uh, like against 76s, it might be less. And that'd still be really good today because you get the free attack at the end of the move. So that's all one action to do that. I mean, specifically 76 because of the action reduction, maybe. Uh, it might be a problem if they have two copies, but even with three actions, like you move up, you shoot out a piece of barrier with the free attack. You can't do that anymore. Oh, you can't do that anymore. That's right, because it's no longer an action. It's actually just the attack. Maybe. Sure. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I, I mean, yeah, I, it could it could be that the, the barrier stuff is strong enough to keep something like him at bay. Uh, I'm not sure how long we're going to keep all those figures legal, but I think Marvel is absolutely absurd to begin with. Right. Uh, She's basically what the cheap, the cheapest actual figure with barriers since Worker Spider, who has never been legal in Majestics. Well, he's never, he wasn't even legal in Modern, right? Right, he was never legal in Modern, but they they allowed so like stuff that was never legal in Modern is legal in Bronze. Because, sure. Uh, because it was after the the relevant time, so there are some things like that. Like Yu-Gi-Oh was never legal in Modern, but it's legal in Bronze. Uh, so he would have been legal, except the Horde mechanic is just too complicated and annoying, so it's excluded entirely. So if it wasn't for that, he might have been legal and need to get banned because the worker spider is insane at 10 point barrier. Marvel is not that much less broken at 15. <laughs> sure. Uh, she has a lot of other upside that even the worker spider doesn't have. Right. Sidestep, flyer, empower. Well, the uh, Spider-Man family brings on celebrities, has the wild sure. card. <laughs> well, I take that back. The worker spider did have empower too. Yeah, worker spider was also empower. Yeah, they were both empower barrier. Yeah. I think they were both three range also. Uh, Worker Spider's two, but yeah. It's okay. It's crazy. Um, they were just like, oh, you know what we need? We need Worker Spider in Modern with good keywords. Well, it's funny because even like Marvella is, I mean, Worker Spider was only one click, right? I mean, right. you could, yeah, you can, you, one click. and you can push Marvella, right? I mean, you can do it back to back if you have to. Oh, yeah. And heck, if yeah. you get like a leadership pull up a token, you can do it again. You'll lose the barrier on the third on the third one, but whatever. Still get to do it again. Sure. And she can even like copy Masters of Evil if you happen to be have something with it. And it's just like, okay, she gets four turns in a row. <laughs> right. Worker Spider ain't never doing that. No, that's nuts. Um. So let me look at let me let me uh so nationals. And worlds, you both have vulture. So, um, you know, in our same team. Yeah, basically your same team. You added seventeen seventy six for worlds. Um, so let's talk first. Um, uh, the 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 patrons were kind of talking this morning. Um, does vulture need to be fixed? Uh, and then one of them was asking about. You'd kind of talk to Tyler on Facebook a little bit. Um, about how Vulture was fine. He was just not he's just not in a place right now where he can be countered. So Adam, does Vulture need to be errated, fixed, changed uh, to I, some I, extent? I think it would be I think there are changes you could make that would be a good idea and would on that 
be better for the game. But in terms of priority, he's way down there in my book. He's he's in a very very strong position right now in the meta. Uh, but but that's it. I mean, and that happens from figures from time to time. He's just particularly scary because when Vulture is good, he's oppressive. That's that's the only real downside with him compared to other figures being good. I mean, there there've been periods where the only thing you could play in the format was like Jakeem and Goblin King. And those figures did end up getting errated. I don't know that Jakeem needed it uh, on the second go round. And I think that was more, uh, they realized conceptually he should have just had shape change on the list from the beginning because it's a defensive effect. Sure. Uh, and it was more about making him work the way that they actually thought he should rather than he needed the power level change. And so, I mean, Vulture is nowhere near that powerful and com- relatively in the format. It's just that right now, how do you stop him? Uh, it's not that easy. There are things you can do, but it's really hard to do it without reducing other things. And we have the history on him. I mean, when he was first printed, he was played a bunch for a couple months. And then basically one team was like one team did anything successful in the Nationals. I think Brazier was the only one in Top Cut, right? Uh, probably, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not like there were a whole bunch of vultures. And if you look at his, you know, his single in matches... It wasn't like those were all games where it was clearly in his favor and he just stomped them. Those were all games that could very easily have gone the other way, sure. uh, particularly the finals, from what I understand. So, I mean, it's not like it was, oh, Vulture just ran over Nationals. It's like, no, Vulture was a good piece, and he happened to get there. Uh, right. And then he did basically nothing for the entire rest of that year. I mean, I don't even think he won that many states. Yeah, I mean, so, like, Frazier won, it was 19, right? Yeah, it's his 20. Um, yeah, he didn't do well at Worlds. Um, I mean, probably low-level events, lower, whatever, you know, whatever you want to call not. Yeah, not but I don't stuff. even remember Vulture, like, dominating those or anything. I right. mean, I remember that being most of the other good stuff was the stuff winning. There might so, have been a Vulture here and there, but... So, but how good. often, how often for you does Vulture just go off and you win? Uh, in the particular matchups I've had over the two events, most of them. Uh, that that is the majority of the case, and I mean that by by far. Uh, but I also in the first event had a lot of matchups where it was like, okay, well that was how it was going to go. I guess actually maybe it's less true than that. Hold on, let me think. So in the first event, round one, he really didn't. He killed two things. He, he went in, he got a Valeria Richards, and then almost threw a Franklin Richards who had to get finished off with Valeria, um, and that was all that died that game on his side. In game two, I he he did the thing. Because uh, the opponent had worse, I think, had worse defenses on the map choice. He picked uh, Reed Slap instead of Ancient Hold. Game three, Vulture did basically nothing. It was against an Onslaught team. Uh, he killed a couple of Wendigos, but it wouldn't matter who was going to kill him. They had two or three other ways to do it. Like the MVP that game was like Chewy plus Valeria to kill Onslaught. And then the rest of the team didn't do much. Um, round four was a Vulture game, uh, but it didn't kill his whole team because it was an Immortal Hulk team. So it killed everything but Immortal Hulk. Actually, I think he killed everything but Immortal Hulk and Dark Phoenix. And then Valeria killed Dark Phoenix. So, I mean, uh, and then in round, like, round five definitely was a Vulture game. Uh, first round of single limb wasn't a Vulture game on my side because my opponent Vultured me first and my Vulture did very little. It was Dark Phoenix who did all the work that game. Sure. Uh, top six, uh, it was what, 32, then 16 was a Vulture game because that was the same opponent as round five from Swiss. Top three was Isaac, which was sort of a Vulture game, but it's not like he just won the game on the spot. Uh, he came in, he popped Dark Phoenix. Vulture got a Stargirl and one Atom, and then later on got like one Baby Fate and 
maybe two baby fates. Like, I don't even remember what he killed when he went in afterwards. It wasn't much. I mean, that game was more, Valeria did a lot more work in helping uh, try to force that second, or for, actually, I mean, Valeria did more work by just knocking the first Adam down a couple clicks so that he was lower defenses and needed less to get killed by a Vulture. Uh, and then in, what, top four? Top four was a Vulture game. Uh, I managed to get through. And then top, and then the finals was a Vulture game. So, I mean, it's probably 50% in Nationals, where Vulture did the thing and then beat them. Uh, the other ones, Vultures sometimes did something and, like, helped, but it, it wasn't just the game ended on the spot. Sure, so um, about, about 50% of the time? Maybe yeah, a little less? Maybe. maybe a little less there, yeah. And then in this event, uh, both games one and two... Well, game one, Vulture tried to do stuff and just killed, like, two things. He killed, like, one and a half things. Uh, in game two, he did stone nothing because I just wandered my whole team away. Game three, and then game... So games three, three and four in Swiss. Uh, actually, game three in Swiss, he only killed, like, one or two things. He killed a Punisher War machine with close combat expert in one hit. Like, it wasn't, like, a chain. And then he actually bricked on the next part of the sequence and basically went nowhere. Uh, and then I had to kill with other stuff. And then game four, game four was a vulture game. Uh, killed everything but a Franklin and then took out the Franklin after a couple turns. In single limb against Scott, like my vulture killed a firestorm. <laughs> that was his contribution to that game. And it wasn't even like kill the firestorm. He got him with knockback damage, so he didn't even get more attacks. Uh, against Isaac, he died on turn two. But he never did anything. He equipped. In uh, top four, and then in top four in finals was War Vulture wins. So, I mean, there again, probably under 50%. Uh, right. Even of the games I won. I mean, the, the main thing he did in certain games is he forced himself to be a primary target so that my other stuff didn't get hurt as bad. Mm-hmm. So, like, against Isaac, Isaac went all in on, to kill Vulture on his Alpha Strike, which he did. But he, it, meant, it meant he didn't have the resources to go and also take out Dark Phoenix. Uh, or try and force Dark Phoenix or something. So Dark Phoenix got to live and she was sort of the MPP. She killed Batman. And Valeria lived, which meant she helped kill Adam. Uh, against, uh, I'm trying to think who the other, the other one. I mean, the other ones were just, the other pieces on the team were just also really good. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like Vulture went the distance or anything. It, was, it did happen in some games. Uh, it was every game. Sure. No, I mean that's just you know that's just that's exactly what the folks want to hear. Yeah, I mean, um, and and my general opinion on him is, I mean, if anyone remembers pre-rotation, like Vulture was not a team that was even remotely played because everyone knew that you couldn't play him. It just you just couldn't do it. You just lose because Vulture never did anything prior to rotation because either he's getting shot with a Cyclops first, in which case he never he's never getting anywhere because he doesn't have charge, and he's on like two damage printed. Uh, or he's getting like just unseen, outwitted, and never doing anything. Right. Or his Ock arms. Most often for me, I was just oh, destroying yeah, his Ock arms. There were a lot more teams that could kill his Ock arms on turn one. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot harder now. There's specific combinations of figures that can do it, but right. it's not that many. Uh, like there's the Chase. The Chase Sue Storm can do it. Uh, like my particular variation of the Mirror can do it. There's a couple other teams that can do it, but. It's not so easy anymore. Whereas before, I mean, I've got, oh man, gosh, before before rotation, it was just what sidestep up, call in Magneto, do it, right? Right, or Jean, or or Chase Jean Grey could do it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I was just thinking like the cheapest efficient. Yeah. Like it's because if if it's Magneto off the DFP, you can't even score him really, right? Mm-hmm. So you it's sidestep up and then he loops himself up two sidesteps up two, does it, and he has the range exactly from just right yeah. there. Right. 
So, I mean, yeah, it, it was a lot easier to, to interact with the arms first. Uh, and it was also just a lot easier to interact with him first. I mean, like, what's the Alpha Strike in this format that's hitting Vulture first right now? Basically nothing? Whereas before you had, like, anything with an ID card? Right. Yeah, I mean, very specifically, few, uh, JLU or, you know, the specific Atom, right. a- Atom, Atom Micron, yeah, yeah, Atom Micron stuff. But that's about it. I mean, and then, like, Batman, if there's no barrier in the way. Right. Yeah, and I got he, he's just in a weird spot where you look at the like the Alpha Strike teams and it's like you have Vulture and like two other teams, and right. Vulture is easier to protect with Barrier than they are, so they don't really get him first. I mean, sure. if they print just a random Sandcap type effect in the next set that is just on a good keyword and worth playing, or just even another Atom effect, right? Where it's just you're gonna have a trivial time Alpha Striking him with it, and it's just worth adding to like most teams, then Vulture all of a sudden just doesn't work good. Right. So what's your points and clunky? So what's your top two ahead of Vulture on the priority list? I mean, for for me, number one is Valeria. I think is she's just she should never have done what she did. I don't think she was ever intended to do what she did. It's completely absurd. The the pin damage you're saying? Yeah, the ping the ping effect is just crazy. So, um, first of all, first question: If they got rid of her penetrating effect, right? I mean, they're probably going to fix it by doing something else. But if they got rid of her pin damage effect completely, just erased it, would she still be just as playable for you? Just as playable? No. Uh, because the specific teams I was playing around were for that effect. But in terms of the general position in the meta, yeah, she'd be played probably just as much. Maybe a little bit less. Because even before that, I mean, she's 30 points, perplex, a third of an outwit, a leadership, and insane mobility. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, not much else you can ask for in a 30-point piece. Right. What do you think they should do to fix her pin damage? Uh, I think I mentioned it in other places before, but I'll just repeat it here. My position from the very beginning is she was always meant to be a defensive effect. She was printed in a world where they had recently, like in the last year, printed uh, Citizen Steel and Rebirth, uh, Harry Leland in X-Men, and uh, an 005 Widow in Black Widow. All of those are defensive effects that punish people for trying to use place effect. I think she was supposed to just be another another effect in that line of, of figures. And the idea was, okay, if you look at what they did for pick a power, like anti-pick power effects, the silver bullets, it was okay. So you had Leech, who's more like those, where it's okay, I get to choose a thing you can't do, right? Because they say you can't place. And then she's sort of the Darwin side of it is, okay, you can do it, but you're going to take damage. Sure. And I think that's where she was always meant to be. That, that's my, my personal opinion. I have no basis for it other than it just looks right given the history and so if you just make her somehow work that way my personal opinion is i think if she only works on the opponent's turn it's going to be a rare day that your effects are what's causing the the damage which means it's probably always defensively and your opponent can just choose to not have it happen right Uh, and so that 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 should be enough uh i know i've heard other suggestions i think i was talking i forget who i was talking with the other day they were saying if it's like once per turn or once per action, just like, no, no, no. If you can use it offensively at all, it's just busted. Right. Uh, like, I mean, against Scott, she was literally the reason I wasn't out of that game when Vulture fizzled. Because she single-handedly killed both his Dark Phoenix and his Tri-Sentinel in that same turn. <laughs> With ping effects. Uh, I spun the Dark Phoenix and then Master Magnetism, the, the Tri-Sentinel. Oh, big oof there. Right. Yeah. It's just, oh, it's just like, oh, they're both dead. I don't have to roll. Yeah. 
I mean, that that's crazy. And so, right. you know, the the there's been some I know there's been chatter about, oh, well, if you just fix the knockback interaction, it's like I never did that. I mean, I did. I think I did that once in nationals. Like whenever she was dealing damage, it was off of spin or it was off of uh, or it was off of uh, Magina. Like that was that was how I was doing it. And it was to like force my opponent's dial to certain clicks. Because that's, that's honestly one of the biggest things she does. It's not even just like one shotting the small things. It's being able to look at a dial and say, okay, well, I know you've got only this two clicks of these defensive effects that normally if I wanted to get you off them, I have to like attack you. You get a rollout with super senses and then maybe sometimes I miss. And it's like, no, no, no. I never have to deal with super senses. I click you twice, then you don't have it anymore. And, right. and, and now I attack you. I mean, and that's the way a lot of figures are printed because it's hero clicks that make sense that they're printed that way. Uh, and so the, the ability to just Basically, it's like super duper outwit that also deals damage, so it gets them closer to death, <laughs> and it right. removes important powers. Sure. Like that's that's so crazy. And uh, so, what's your number two fix behind Valeria? Uh, that is a tough question. I think I think it's seventy six. Uh, I think it's probably seventeen seventy six is number two. It, it's close. So there's a few contenders. It's Basically, the three the three good figures from the new set uh, are that that I, I was considering going into the event were Mary Jane, Marvella, and and seventy six. And I played two of the three. I would have played all three if I had another fifteen points. Uh, and all three of those figures are absolutely insane. Right. Uh, for I mean, for different reasons for all three of them. Any three of those could be next. Um, so we talked than, we talked about Marvella being really good, right? Fifteen points yeah. barrier and power. Um, and the berry is all she needed to be really good. <laughs> right, and then sidestep flight, all the, all this great stuff, right? Yeah. Um, so 1776, uh, stop click, lowers your action total by one. You play two of them. Your leadership team goes from four to two. Um, how do you think they should fix 1776? I forgot who I was talking with it about in a PM chat. Uh, I think my recommendation... Because I had, I had a thought about it, and I had a solution I liked, and I'm trying to remember what it was. Was it like a unique modifier? No, unique modifier doesn't do anything. So, like, I'm playing one copy, and it's still way too good <laughs> on my team. Uh, so the, the, I think the way I had it is ta- you just take away the blanket minus one, and you, you – so, like, he has two – so the problem is a single copy can remove multiple actions. That's the biggest – Annoying. Sure. He gets he gets within six. He takes right. away your leadership, leadership and away. he takes away. Yeah. Right. And so the fact that like so the idea that you need two copies for him to put you down to two actions is just not true. Uh, and like there are some matchups where your opponent has no choice but to put themselves down to two actions. So like I had a matchup against uh, against a Chase Widow team, and it's like well at some point the Chase Widow's got to get close to your stuff, and then their leadership's gone. And so they sure. just put themselves down to two actions. You don't need to play a second copy. Just the one copy is enough. Uh, and so my thought was just make the entire effect the anti-leadership effect. And so that way it's like it's locked in. It can only take away the leadership. And so it's only ever bringing them from four to three. It's never bringing them from three to two. So like if they don't have leadership, it does nothing to them. If they have leadership, they can't like so like just if his if his trade is just characters can't use leadership. Or opposing characters can't use leadership, whatever. It's the same thing. If it's sure. just opposing characters can't use leadership, global, take away the, the distance, and then get rid of the minus one action effect, something like that, I, yeah. think that's, I think that's relatively fixed. He's still really powerful, 
Uh, he's definitely, like, I think he's definitely better positioned than Strange was. Uh, because, like, a lot of, almost everything plays leadership. So in most games, he does put them down to three still. Uh, Sheriff Strange is who you're talking about. That's what I meant. I'm sorry. Sheriff Strange, yes. Yeah. Uh, Sheriff Strange, yeah. So, like, Sheriff Strange was this disruptive, perplexed piece with a stop click. That's why he's my mental analogy. Sure. And, and, and so, 50, po- 50 points, too, right? Right, at 50 points, right. With, with a, a, a rollout. Right, with leadership, perplex, and a rollout. Like, I mean, he's like, he's sort of the prototype in, in terms of where he was positioned. It's just that he was anti power, anti ID cards, whereas 76 is anti everything. Uh, so I would, I would narrow him in that way. And then I think that's enough. Uh, I don't think he needs more than that nerf. It's really just that one effect. Maybe you get rid of the no autonomous. Not sure. I'm not sure how, how impactful the autonomous side of it is. Uh, I, I think that's going to depend on how much more autonomous is printed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that might be safe to just keep. But the, the big thing is the fact that just one copy can double up on both of the leadership and the default minus one. And the default minus one applies regardless of whether they're playing leadership. Like, it's that combination. So if you just have a team that just has no plus ones, they're stuck at two actions. I mean, it's you're, it, it, like if you've ever played Sealed where, you know, your opponent has leadership and you don't, that feels terrible. Right, for sure. <laughs> if you just don't have a leadership and there's a 76 across the map from you currently, you're just like, what the heck is this? Right. So... <laughs> So in the in the things that I have prepped for just in general here, and this is a segue to your third piece there. Um, I so I played uh, Widow, Marvel, uh, Steve, and Batman, mm-hmm. so that I could have that second leadership in the backish or outside of seventy six. Sure. So when I brought up Widow, I would be able to have my action, right. Um, but I don't, and I knew how. And the thing is, is uh, just just for your edification, so you, you probably didn't know this, um, I'm currently in the middle of a house move. Ooh. Um, and, yeah, really great stuff. But so my prep time for Worlds was reflective of my performance at Worlds. Um, <laughs> so I knew how busted Mary Jane was, um, but I didn't realize how busted Mary Jane was. <laughs> I think a lot of people were surprised at, absol- at how absolutely absurd she was. Right. And then so my, my effect was I got eaten alive by paparazzis calling in tr- uh, trouble alerts. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. It's absolutely just, crazy. Just Black Vulcan was like coming yeah, out twice yeah. a turn. I heard, I heard George got three in a row in, in one game. Uh, Black Vulcan specifically. Yeah, he had two black. I played against George, and he got Black Vulcan out twice. Yeah, uh, well, he got two out in one turn because he came up and Punisher War Machine crit missed. Crit missed, sure. Which, 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 uh, Widow punishes, right? Right. Um, and then, roll. right, and then um, he called out paparazzi's and then called out another one, and then I was like, well, shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's absurd. I mean, the and, yeah, the fact that we're in a world we're playing four copies of Black Vulcan on the sideline is not just sensible, but probably the correct number for a team like that. Right. It's, it's, what a world. Right. Uh, so, for, so for folks that aren't aware, right, we'll do the best case numbers here. So Mary Jane, 15 points autonomous. She can power action, make anywhere from one to three uh, paparazzis that are autonomous. So let's just assume she makes three. So that's, that's uh, she one autonomous action, right? Then she makes three. Those three can make autonomous in caps right. or you know throw uh throw light objects whatever um and they can miss three times 
call out a um, trouble alert, poison you, and it's taken no actions from their action total of four, typically. <laughs> um, and then the next turn... Um, all three of them can attack again. To push all three of them push to death. Mary Jane can make three more. <laughs> than, <laughs> now, as far as generating a trouble alert, you know, some of that you might have to make another attack first or something. Because if they die, they can't make the trouble alert, obviously. Um, but yeah, so at three, then Mary Jane can make three more. Then they do it all over again. I mean, I think uh, the trick it, is if the first two miss, you attack with something else as the third, right? Or you right. push, like, or you push the third one to death to make more, and then have that one be the one attacks. Like, right. Yeah, whereas, or if any of them hit, then you just have extra attacks that hit, <laughs> which is even better. With cap, right? So which slows <laughs> down your pacing, and then yeah. talk about on top of all this, it themes with Marvella in seventy six. Right. She themes with Marvella in seventy six, and she doesn't die. She turns into Iron Man, who gets perplexed, or she turns into she venom who has shape change super senses instead right. of scoring points immediately when you hit a break and she just has shape change on first click and she has esd <laughs> and she makes them four away instead of adjacent right and she has wild card so if you have any random shield team ability she just also has that i mean right. it's <laughs> or or like you mentioned earlier any random masters of evil you include you can right. include in your team or or, you know, just any of these, CD, you know. Hydra, all sorts of team abilities out there that are good. Right, right. Uh, Underworld, right? She becomes oh, God, a, yeah. Yeah. Uh, she can carry Marvella when Marvella has one token. Marvella can carry her when Marvella has no tokens. Well, or, or just always if she's also Underworld, right? They can just always carry each other. Right. If she's yeah. on a token. Yeah, so... She's, I mean, Mary Jane's really, I mean, clearly, clearly someone really liked the Spidey Redhead. Because every version of her in this set's really good. <laughs> well, and Mary Jane has always typically been really good for some reason. She's always at least been okay. I mean, the very first one was the most, was probably the most busted. Because it was like a five-point pog with wildcard. Right. At a time, uh, that was at its best. Right. And then the, you know, the... Um, the Web of Spider-Man was okay, and right. then the, the, the Superior Foes one was like the one in contention for cheapest perplex at the time, um, at 25, but, um, yeah. so yeah, she's always been really good. Now, this one's just really, really freaking good. <laughs> um, I think, I think, so I think, here's my suggestion, you tell me whether or not you disagree uh, I think you fix her by just saying she can generate paparazzis once per game. Uh, so my thought is, I think the reason she's broken rather than good is the fact that bystanders can count towards trouble alerts. I think without the trouble alert interaction, she's still really powerful, maybe even like top tier, like near best in format powerful, but she doesn't feel oppressive without that access. So I think if you just change trouble alerts, that you have to like be a standard character or something in order to count for the attack total. I think that might be enough. Uh, if you really need to nerf the trait, I don't think once per, I think once per game is probably too much. I think it makes sense she can make them more than once. I think you just need to limit her so that she can't make them back to back super easily. Uh, so if you did like the, uh, I think someone called it the shifting focus timing. If any paparazzi's began the turn on the map. Oh yeah, yeah. That turn, right. So you have to have sure. a full turn off. Right, sort of. I can dig that. I can dig that. 
yeah so like those are my two things i would look at with her uh yeah. also maybe just consider changing her point cost to 25 <laughs> yeah i think she's still super playable at 25 even i i, I mean i'm convinced she's playable at 40 so right <laughs> yeah yeah, I mean, so what, uh, I think the other thing that um, just I didn't think about, right, due to the aforementioned prep time was I saw a lot of folks playing three objects, like three special objects, right? And a couple of these teams made top 16. Um, she, she, uh, she, uh, Mary Jane can allow for the triple equip. Oh, yeah, pretty, pretty consistently. Yeah. Because, yeah, there's 50% over, like, I know, a 66% chance that she can generate two. Right. So that, okay. that does. That does your two equips, and then if you have to take a power equip, you can get your four actions. Assuming you're not playing against, you know, seven seventy six in the, you know, in the mirror or whatever. Oh, she can do better uh, than that. So against an opponent that has three light objects, she can kill all three of them on turn one. Well, yeah, that's true, right? Because was it Magneto TKs her out? She sidesteps. Yeah. She generates the things. They throw the things, right? Yeah, they can actually just actually kill them. That's. She's she's really really powerful, and I think all of that would still be in the realm of powerful but fair. The fact that she does that and then has the trouble alert interaction is just too much. That's right. that's the part where I, I think she's too much. Right. No, I can uh, I can I can be down with that. Um. Yeah, that's it's really crazy. Um, just the amount of Mary Janes. So he was the Mary- most played figure. Yes, um, I did have one of our uh, patrons went in and did a little bit of math. Uh, so you might uh, like some of these numbers. Let me get this pulled up. I think she's 26 is to what Tom said. Tom, Tom had the numbers on most of these. Yeah, uh, let me scroll up here. Um, oh, oh, the uh, the other um, suggestion is that we just give paparazzi super strength. Uh, so that uh, the paparazzis can kill the Ock arms. I mean, that would help against Vulture, maybe? <laughs> if you needed to nerf Vulture, I'd be okay with that as a Vulture nerf. Yes. Um, so, um, or nine... just change the core rules. Everyone can pick up heavies now. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so, let's see. So, out of the top 16 teams, there was nine Mary Janes, uh, eight Valerias, seven Marvellas uh, on six teams, uh, two Magnetos, seven Tri-Sentinels, Seven seventeen seventy sixes, four wine guards, and four green proteuses. Uh, additionally, there was three vulture primes, three Punisher war machines, three Batman primes, and three dark phoenixes. Only three dark phoenixes, really? It was me, Ed, and Scott. That was it. Uh, yeah. Okay. I thought there was at least one more. Uh, this is what he counted up. I mean, I didn't double check yeah, him. But I, just, I, just... I, I don't doubt it. Um, um sounds right. map map wise um oh ancient hold was far and away the most played map uh actually it was tied not in top 16 i don't know how it went there but in terms of what was actually like, in the total list yeah so seven back. seven holds seven wwe arenas and seven start towers and then I think oh sorry five sorry five headwind. sorry uh five to start towers sorry uh he actually didn't say the hedge maze hedge maze was two really oh that made the um Hmm. Yeah, in, in 16, yeah. Poison Ivy's Greenhouse was four. King's Tomb was four. Campsite was three. Um, so. Um, Ancient, Ancient Hold was the most played map. Who knew? Yeah. Um, 
so curated map lists are coming up. Uh, I think this month's rock map will be on that list pretty soon, or off that list. Uh, have you seen that one yet? I, I've been told about it. I'm told it's basically WWE, but worse. Uh, no, so the problem, the thing is, is that, you know, a lot of folks don't play uh, rock events exclusively. So we already have a map that's this bad. It's called Strange Day at the Park. Um, but that's it's just, legal, right? It's just only rock legal currently. It retires this year. Uh, but it's basically, essentially, I don't know, just for all intents and purposes, a reprint of that map. Oh. Uh, so, uh, outdoor, no blocking. So it's camp- campsite without the blocking. Yes, essentially, yeah. So, uh, luckily it is a viable map. Um, so, of course, everybody's playing online with no ownership currently, so it doesn't really matter at all till next year. <laughs> hopefully, and hopefully it matters for next year. Um, but anyways. Yeah. Um, so, um, let's see here. Um, so, folks, uh, if you want to share, um, so how much power does the bathrobe give you? Oh, uh, not very much, I don't think. Uh, I, I mean, it, it's really more a joke at this point. I don't know if you actually know the story of how it started. Uh, uh, you told me why you wear it. I don't know if you were bullshitting me or not, but I mean, why? I, I mean, aside from just comfort, was, was there another reason? Yeah, uh, you told me it's well. Uh, if, uh, you told me it's because you were kind of allergic to other cloth. But oh no, that's why I wear gym clothes. Uh, the the bathrobe in particular is just as comfy, and I happened to be wearing it one year, and someone thought it was funny, so I just kept doing it. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I don't wear I don't wear like jeans or anything because I have I have skin sensitivity issues. Uh, so that is true, but that had I don't think that that had anything to do with the bathrobe specifically. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't know I didn't know that. I just assumed the bathrobe was part of the just part of the gig. Two, two, I guess they're tangentially related, but yeah, no. The the reason was the the year you won the first time. I happened to go down in the bathrobe I was wearing. I just didn't think like, oh, maybe I should like get dressed up. So I was wearing the bathrobe to the event, and I wore it for the whole event. And someone made a crack about it, and then I think it was Pat or Kevin or someone is like, "Well, now you just have to wear that forever." I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> so now I wear it to all, all the events. See, and I've only I've only known you as bathrobe Adam. Right. Well, that was because that was the first year of it. I mean, so yeah. I mean, because I don't think I wore it to like any of the Chicago events prior to that when we played. Like, uh. I, you know, I can't really remember now. I mean, now. I probably had a trench coat because I, I have a big, heavy winter coat, and we played in the winter. But in Chicago. yeah, yeah, I'm. Uh, Chicago's not been my is not one of my favorite cities to go to, just in general. No comment. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. It's just uh, cold. It is. It, it, it definitely well it's it's one of two it's either cold or it's really hot <laughs> and it's no fun when it's really hot right i was looking to see if i had any uh pictures from up there that someone may have taken of us while we played that first time oh yeah uh, i i don't even know i don't think any of that stuff was recorded back then no yeah because that was early 2017 yeah uh the only pictures i have from them is the, Might have been, the was it earlier than that even was it still 2016 even no i'm looking at it on my phone right now okay uh, I have a picture of me in a really short um, parking garage and of our Giordano's pizza. Okay, okay. 
So, um, but um, yeah, let me see. Let me see if anyone else had any questions that'd be more specific. Brian Poland asked that question. Um, uh, so. No magic powers, to my knowledge. Uh, also, it's not just like one robe. I mean, so the story on that is we happened to be at a Kohl's one time, and they were on clearance sale for like four fifty a piece. I'm like, well, four fifty for a nice bathrobe. I can't, I can't not just buy all of the ones on the rack. Sure. <laughs> so I think I think we probably spent fifty dollars or something on bathrobes and got like eight or ten or something of them. Uh, nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Uh, That's, so, uh, so, so if you ever see that, wait, that, that one looks slightly different. It's probably because it is. Yeah, so that's the, uh, that's the you're not married um, effect. Because um, my wife makes sure that um, my clothes are different. So oh. I can't, right, so like I think that you're not like you're, you're, So you're not, you're not like with us single folk in like the Ed and Nettie cartoon where it's like nine of the same shirt in the closet. Right. Yeah, because if I was allowed to, that just makes more sense, right? I just go I, I agree. by I, mean, I, I look, just go I by watch cartoons, right? I watch cartoons. The wardrobe is actually part of the identity of the person. That's why they never change clothes. Right. But, but then you just like but you just go buy seven of the same shirt. Right, right, right. So they're always clean. It's just it's the same thing. Right. Yeah. So uh, when you get married, you're not allowed to have seven of the same shirt. Oh. I don't know about that. Yeah. That's a pretty typical one there. But uh, so I think my last question for you, Adam, I know you said you got about an hour. Um, I mean, obviously you won. So a lot of times uh, you would say probably not. But if you had the chance to go and do it over again, is there anything that you would change about your team, even if it was something minor? Uh, this particular build, no. I mean, it, it took a lot to figure out exactly what I wanted to do for Nats. And I played around with some other configurations for this event, uh, but I, I really just couldn't find, like, there, I, maybe the sideline. Uh, I still have yet to bring in a Yafit, uh, even though it seems really, really good in that slot. So it may just turn out in practice, I never actually use it. And so I could just have another, like, Black Vulcan or something. Uh, but everything else played its role very, very well. Uh, mm -hmm. If I had some more points, there's some things I would play, but that would be illegal. Sure. Uh, maybe some of the map selection. I'm trying to think. I mean, I only won map like twice. <laughs> uh, and I think I, I think it turns out the map selection doesn't matter because I just always end up going to Metal Arena. It just always ends up being the right pick. Uh, sure. So yeah, I don't, I don't, I can't think of anything. Maybe try and find some better combination of maps, and then I'm picking something other than Metal Arena sometimes. Maybe. Uh, maybe it would give me an edge in some game that I'm not thinking of. The problem when you're like the, the zero theme team and the, everyone has theme meta is your map choices don't really matter because you're never playing on there anyway. Sure. <laughs> but but one of my early pieces of advice that I got from you is maps are one of the most typically are typically one of the most powerful game elements. Oh, yes, yes. Because they can be added to your force at zero cost. Yeah, they, they have no... The only downside they have is they eat up a map slot. <laughs> Which, right. which you can only put maps on. So uh, so if you can get a free advantage in some games, you might as well. Sure. Yeah. But that's uh, that's only contextual if you're playing in the non the non theme meta. I mean, even for the even in even in this meta, I mean, I did win a couple games, and if I had had worse maps, it could have been worse for me. That's like, true. Against, against Scott, like if I didn't have Metal Arena, if I had ditched the map thinking I don't need it. 
Like I could have had a much harder time if I had. So I had added the new castle map, the indoor outdoor one that has a little bit of indoor. I had added that as an idea of, okay, against the teams that just have barrier, but don't have Proteus, this is actually pretty good for messing up their barrier formations rather than like campsite, which I don't think is as good. And then it turns out there's a couple places you can tuck and hide some objects and hide your characters behind that are really annoying. And so if I had had to put in there, it could have made my life a lot harder. Sure. Keeping Metal Arena on like I originally had for its original purpose of letting Magneto kill stuff. Uh, and sure. Being a big deal. Yeah. So your so your thought process was winning map in the mirror. Um. So let me ask you this. So I don't know. I that was the last question. So this this yeah. will officially be the last question. Um. So do you think if you had lost map to Scott, and additionally if you had lost map to Joe, um, in those vulture mirrors. Um, how do you think those games would have went? So Scott's is tr- so Joe's, if I remember his maps correctly, was fine. Uh, it turns out that I had enough blocking thanks to Proteus that basically no matter map, which map he puts me to, uh, he actually sort of has a, an annoying time because of Oz. Uh, so if he actually wants the spacing that's required to put his vulture on my side of the map. Uh, it takes three TKs, not just two. Uh, and so the the action economy means that if I have basically any barriers protecting anything, uh, he just can't get to them because he doesn't have the extra action to break the blocking with. Uh, so I think against Joe, Joe was sort of the more standard mirror variation that Oz was on the team for in the original configuration. Uh, of it eats up one of their it basically eats up a whole TK, uh, and then seventy six sort of replaced that by just saying, well, you just have one last action in general. Doesn't matter if it's TK or not. Uh, and so that was the idea there. So I think I would have been okay. Uh, on turn one, defensively, I can make basically seven squares of blocking, which can protect all the small stuff for sure. Uh, if he puts me on an indoor map, which I think at least two of Joe's maps were, uh, then I can protect everything because they're indoor, so you can't even giant reach over the blocking to hit like a Dark Phoenix. So I can protect basically everything there. Uh, against Scott, all his maps were indoor. And so it was uh, Ancient Hold, Stark Tower with the bonus, and I forgot the third one was. Uh, I think it was the Ultron Lair. And so Ultron Lair, I think, is the worst map for him to pick against me, uh, just because the elevation change is a little awkward, and the other two maps are just more annoying in terms of the, the terrain they put in my way. And it just turns out that he can't equip everything on turn one uh, because of 76. At least I didn't see how he could do it. Which meant that no matter what he does, I'm able to basically throw my Magneto into the middle of the map and break one of his objects. Uh, and so he has to really carefully pick which one it is. So either he's losing, he's, I mean, basically he has to equip arms. I don't think he can afford to not have arms on Vulture when he's going first. Which means he has to choose whether he's equipping zero or spin. And if I can kill either of those two, it makes something on his team a lot worse. If it's zero, then I think I actually outbarrier him on the indoor maps. Because I have Marvella and Lord Gaia who can alternate, plus the Proteus triggers. And if he doesn't have zero, he only has Lord Gaia's. Uh, and I actually have more leaderships than he does as well. Uh, my, I have four to his two. And so the breaking of the stalemate of the indoor blocking setups, uh, I should, ha- in theory, have the advantage there. And so he really can't pick that map but because there's, n- there's no way to block those lines with fire. If he goes to Stark Tower, I... He gets like one turn where he can roll like Bolt or Sage, and it's really annoying because he can take my spin ring. And if he doesn't get that immediately, uh, then it's sort of fine. Uh, I can sit behind Barrier forever and probably force something that looks like a 0-0 tie. Uh, or he tries to break through with Tri-Sentinel, but the action count's really awkward. And if he tries to do anything where he pre-moves anything up, 
I can probably snipe it with Molecule Man, uh, just because of the way the terrain is on that map. On Ancient right. Hold, it's Ancient Holds was probably his best bet, was my estimation. I don't know what I do there, but I don't know how he breaks through that easily, uh, because it's really hard on the action counts again to get his tricep to break my side blocking, and force a vulture across the map uh, without exposing something beforehand, especially when he's limited to just the three actions per turn defensively. So it's a lot harder on him than it is for me there. So sure. I, in, in those games, if he goes first, it's some weird grindy slow game where neither of us do anything for a long time, and I don't know what the most likely outcome is, but it looks even-ish. And then if I win map, I can just kill him. That's what it was. Right. Uh, yeah, no, it makes sense. Yeah, I mean, winning map is the best outcome in the mirror, for you. Yeah. yeah. It, it sets the, the pace of the whole game in the mirror, particularly. Sure. Like, Man, I mean, if I, I, if I had somehow rolled a 14 in the finals. Right. Yeah, I mean, and, and to be clear, it's not like some version of saying you only won because you won map, right? Just to be no, clear. No, it just it made things a lot easier. Right, yeah. So, I mean, I've, I've been in situations where I was either below theme or no theme in one map, and that was the key to victory. Um, but, you know, I had plans if I lost map, too, so... Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it, I, I definitely think that if you're in a world where, if the if basically if you win matchup you win and if you lose matchup you lose, this, that sounds like a, fit, a coin toss matchup to me, which doesn't sound like a terrible place to be anyway. In the abstract, right? It's, like, it's going to come down to that anyway. And you're got you're you're going to have a mirror match at some point, right? Someone can just be playing the exact same team as you, so it's not like you can be favored against literally everything everyone plays. Uh, right. And so as long as you're making sure that those are like your worst matchups. You're in a pretty good spot. Sure. And then, then you just got to win map. <laughs> yeah. Harder for, harder for some people. Uh, easier for others. Sure. Uh, I'll, uh, all you got to do is just roll them fives and sixes. Right. I mean, it's just hero clicks at its core. Yeah, exactly. Well, uh, thanks for being on tonight adam and for those that are uh listening uh stay tuned and uh, i'll be uh on with tyler in just a few moments hey everybody and welcome to part two of our two-part episode um so uh, we're picking up with a little bit more normal, a regular part of the show. Uh, this is Daniel again, and I have Tyler, the Whale Man Speed. Classic. I like it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was going to make a reference to Chipotle again, but uh, I'm not going to win you over that. Salsaritas and Moe's is better, so I mean, yeah, it's just that's just a battle I cannot win. So that, that is true. I've never even heard of Salsaritas. Have you brought that up to me before? Probably. Okay. This is just another knockoff. Something like that. By the way, it sounds like your mic has gotten worse. Is it like in your beard or something? Uh, no. Is that any better? Yeah, that's better. Okay. Um. So. Yeah, no, all those knockoffs are just like vultures picking at the bones of a giant. Oh, I had, uh, for the first time today, there's a place in town that opened up that had a sushi burrito. I've had one of those before. There's somebody in uh, Cincinnati that does that. Yeah. 
It's pretty good. It's basically just like a sushi roll that's not cut up, more or less. But right, yeah. I they also do sushi bowls. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was it was okay. Yeah. I would say the I would say the price per serving of food, right? Which you know I'm a little delicate to talk about because I probably didn't need to. It was probably just fine. But for like $13 with a drink, I expect a little bit more than a scoop of rice and uh, a scoop of uh, shrimp and a scoop of chicken. <laughs> sure. Um, yeah, I like um, – there's like a Hawaiian version called a poke bowl. Uh, that, those are really good. There's a place in Cincinnati called a poke hut. They do good. They, it's like fresh fruits. Oh, I guess that's what this was. Yeah, it was a poke bowl. Yeah, because this place was called Pokey River. Uh, okay, yeah. Yeah, it's good. I like it. So, I had poke when we went to Nats the last time it was it was there. It was really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I would I probably wouldn't try the bowl next time because um, that looked a little bit better. I mean, I liked all the fresh ingredients and all that stuff, but the burrito part of it was not was not. Yeah, I'd almost rather just go get a sushi roll for like seven bucks at the hibachi place. Yeah. And that's fair. That's fair. You know, and then I could get, you know, hibachi for like five bucks. Right. And then, you know, have a little bit more. But I mean, I had kind of like not eaten this morning because I was kind of like, oh, man, you know, because I'm thinking like hibachi place. And I end up with this little roll of sushi burrito and yeah it was not the same it was not the same so um i'm talking about sushi because i don't i want to avoid talking about how bad i did at worlds (laughs) you do that bad um you know i did the how about this i did the bare minimum to be considered decent yeah that that's about accurate, I would, I would say. Um, uh, it, it was decent. Right. Yeah, so um, I'll talk a little bit about uh, how I did. Um, so I play Chase Black Widow, Captain Marvel Super Rare, uh, Steve Rogers, Prime Batman, um, Remaker Ring, Mind Gym, um, and... Um, the trouble alerts and stuff, all full sideline of that. Um, so, you know, there was a couple things that I didn't plan for. I want to talk about, I want to kind of back up and talk about the qualifier that I played in. Um, so I played in one of the qualifiers prior to, uh, prior to Worlds. And I don't remember if I went undefeated or had one loss. I did. I had one loss in round one. Um, and um, But then I went and then I made it to the top four and lost to Olin, who played Fantastic Four. Um, and everyone had kind of been talking about that unique Wolverine from Fantastic Four being kind of yeah. busted. Yeah. And I was like... Yeah, I mean, I guess his mechanics busted. Um, I I didn't think it was a big deal either. No, I I didn't either. But 
seeing home slice with the necro sword. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. okay, all right, this is a Wolverine that's going to get through my crap and not die. So, you know, I didn't do so well in that one. I lost that game in top four, and then Owen went on to win. Um, you know, I kind of wanted to see what that team would do and how it would work and how the Fantastic Four stuff worked because I didn't have a lot of great experience against it at the time. Um, and that Wolverine is pretty nasty. Yeah. Um, I, mean, I, I think he's really good. Um, I, I, it just... I don't know. I, I don't. People have been saying he's like one of the top three broken pieces. I don't agree with that, but I, I agree he's, he's really good on the Fantastic Four team, especially with his, um, uh, the new Fantastic Four trait, um, with it, which is like the sidestep passenger one, and then if he carries up, he can make a free attack. Right. Yeah. Um, and then I realized that the super rare thing has super strength and sidestep. So he was a really great way to equip Wolverine with the Necro Sword. Oh, okay, yeah. So like I was thinking, like, how in the world do you get this equipped? Right? I mean, you know, there's a couple I mean, like obviously like Sue Storm's an option with the uh with the TK and stuff, but I'm like, man, that's just not reliable. Um, you know, Valerie Richards can do it, the the uncommon um, you know, some of the Invisible Woman's, but I was like, no, he was doing it with Super Rare Thing, and that piece is already crucial to that team, so now you're getting a little bit more use out of it. Yeah, because normally the, the Super Strength is just sort of wasted points on him, because he can't attack without his um, guys dying, but yeah, I wouldn't have thought of that. So... You know, um, so going into there, going into Worlds, I was like, man, you know, I just have a not-so-great Punisher War Machine matchup and a not-so-great Fantastic Four. Uh, you know, I'm not going to say that. I played the Fantastic Four matchup a little too aggressive. Um, like, at worst case, I can take that matchup to 0-0 zero, zero, most likely. Um you know, which I didn't want to do in that mat in that in that event, um, but realistically, I should have. Um, what? What can you get Batman's attack up to? Because it seems like you should be able to, to hit him, right? Uh, I mean, they won map. Oh, uh, okay. Well, then, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I could have started shooting walls or whatever, is which is what I probably should have done. Um, just start shooting walls and, um. You know, try to get a line of fire for Batman to start doing some work. Right. Uh, but, um, you know, I, I didn't do that, right? So hindsight's twenty twenty, obviously. Um, but then going into Worlds with, uh, you know, the full Spider-Man meta in effect. Um, I lost to Punisher War Machine twice. Um... Or did I lose to Punisher War Machine three times? I lost to I lost to George and I lost to Brad. Um, but then I also lost to something else. 
Um, I don't know. I got to think about this for a second. Um, were these theme Punisher War Machine teams, or were they? On no, the- Brad's was Brad's was themed. Um, What's the theme? Look at uh, <laughs> Spider-Man family. Yeah, but okay. So I'm just looking at it on the on the Facebook. He has. How does he get? Soldier. Oh, he's got Spider Pharaoh. No. Uh, yeah. For, well, he, he has a Mag- Yeah, he has Spider Pharaoh for Magneto, and then he has 1776 for Punisher War Machine. Right, right, right. Yeah, I was confused about the Magneto. Sure. Okay. He just carries him up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, carries him up. You know, Punisher War Machine gets TK'd up, and. Uh, you know, plenty, plenty of options, right? Uh, and then, of course, uh, George's was unthemed. Um, I think everybody that I lost to made top sixteen. I want to go look here real quick. Actually, you know what? I want to go look in the win because this year's because it's not a whiskey kids worlds. It'll be in the win. George's team was Valeria, um, Punisher War Machine, um, let's see, Kirk O'Hara. Yeah, for the block, for blocking, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. Two, it's two Marvellas, um, let's see, who's, some sort of, I can't even, I'm just looking at the picture here, I think it's either Astronomer or Gardener? Gardener. Gardener, okay. Huh. Interesting. Kirk and O'Hara, man. Yeah, yeah, that's true. All right, so round one, I played Matt Esbrook, who was playing uh, Dark Side Daredevil, and that wasn't fair for Matt. Um, Yeah, Black Widow. Yeah, and then round two, I played against George. Um, I scored 100 points, but ended up losing everything. No, I didn't lose everything because um, of uh, Peggy. My force wasn't defeated. So I thought <laughs> I was doing pretty good at that point. Um, but then I lost to Brad. So I had to win my last round. Um, and maybe I did win it. Uh, no, I fell down pretty far. Oh, I lost to Lucas's uh, Don't Die team. Yep. Um, so, um, in that case, right there, in that in that specific instance against Lucas, I had to wipe his entire team uh, to win, um, and I just got I got paparazzied in that matchup. <laughs> yeah, I. Yeah, that piece is better than I, I thought it was. Better than right, I mean, we talked about it in our set review, right? But it's just way better. Yeah, it's just way better. <laughs> yeah. Now, Adam suggested that they fix Super Friends so that the interaction with Papa's and Super Friends aren't, isn't there. As good. It's still a really good piece without that. Um, right, yeah. But yeah, um, that's fair. I mean, just the fact that my opponents got to take such long turns, right? Because yeah. because 
it just it takes them right even if you're moving at just a absolutely acceptable pace right absolutely no hint of stalling right just to be clear right they get to go attack sidestep uh, or whatever right i mean they get to make that right so if i just say all of that out click the dice roller right they're getting an extra two three four minutes a turn just doing stuff yeah um yeah so it it is a lot so yeah it would be like first turn would be sidestep power generate let's say you get two you generate them then sidestep them both twice get a you know that then you make attacks as three actions and three sidesteps that are just extra that don't cost anything toward your team and then the turn after that it's even worse because you get two sidesteps with the paparazzis you get two in caps they both push to death you sidestep mary jane up again she paparazzis let's say you get three this time you make three they all get a sidestep they all get so that's five attacks that turn five sidesteps that turn yeah it just with no no action no penalty to your team for 15 points it's <laughs> it's crazy how good she is. Right. I mean, and those things get to all make either successful in caps mm-hmm. or generate or generate um, trouble alerts. Yeah. And it's it's all within four, not line of fire. And she gets to sidestep before, and then they get to sidestep after. So it's actually like what, like eight or nine squares yeah. of threat range. And um, for, I mean, they can do in cap as a ranged attack and not just a. Yep. Close. I think I think they have three range, or is Incap minimum four? Incap minimum four. Okay, so yeah, there you go. Um, yeah, so it's not surprising that she was the number one played piece in in Worlds this year, which yeah. is kind of crazy, but not really when you think about it. Right. Yeah. No, it's like, crazy. Um, the value she has to your team for fifteen points is just like un- unreal. Right. Right. I mean, you're just, you know, like, um, you know, what is it? Duke Thomas does the attack, right? Like the yeah, the, uh, the plus attack. Um, man, what if you got a three empowers in there? <laughs> yeah, and they'd all be, what, 13 attack because they're base? Yeah. And, well, they'd be 12 if they were just adjacent to each other. Um. But, I mean, first, that's good enough. Second, it's not hard yeah. to put one person there. Right. But, like, just talk about getting three empowers in there somehow. Right. Uh, What's yeah. there? Is there base zero or one? I think it's zero. Zero. It's zero. Zero, okay. Yeah. Still. But, yeah, yeah, I mean, just, just how nutty, right? I mean, so not only did paparazzis just, like, generate trouble alerts on me, like, you know, George's team was quasi-barrier. Um, I played against Jalen's robot Spider-Man team, and paparazzi just stood in front of people. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they're standard size. I mean, they're Starburst. That's so, and uh, they, they just they just stopped Batman. So I was like, oh, this was not, I was not prepped for any of this. So it was, <laughs> and when you mind control and they have zero damage it's like useless right i mean i could now the only thing is is that i think it happened at least once i was able to mind control roll a 10 
move the paparazzis out of the way, and then reactivate mind, mind control to get new targets. But that was a fairly lucky set of circumstances, something I definitely couldn't rely on. Yeah. So, yeah, that was that was all that was all bad. Um, you know, I guess your your Punisher War Machine is bad, just specifically because he can he ignores hindering, right? He can just shoot your. Yes. Yeah. And you know they're getting him up, and he has a base four damage. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not and, hard. And the shield team ability, so all of these Spider-Mans can up their damage, up his range, you know, a few perplexes, he starts out at the 12, so, you know, 15 on an 18 is not a terrible thing, right, or a 13 or a 14, right? I mean, those are fairly good odds. Yeah, I just, I gotta, <laughs> I missed the mark on him, I, I did not think he was good enough, but I was wrong. Yeah, well, I think he was good enough. Before, he maybe he made top sixteen at Nats, um, but now that you can get him in on barriers and sidestepping yeah. and TKing and making him safe, definitely better, right? Because there was three in top sixteen, you know, then of worlds. I mean, that's not a small amount. No, that's almost a fourth of the field was Punisher War Machine. Almost. That's crazy. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, but then there was three Batmans, right? So, um, you know, I. but I, here's the thing. I still don't think that Punisher War Machine, like, ruins your team. Right? Like, so, is he good? And did we underrate him? Yes. But is he problematic? No. Right, right, he doesn't he doesn't do anything that sort of like quote unquote breaks the game or anything. You know, he's just a really, really good offensive piece. And very very cost efficient, right? So, you know, those are all things that, that help him out, right? But it's not like if you play an OMA, you're gonna get ruined by Punisher War Machine. Or if you wanna you play might get Win- ruined by Mary Jane. <laughs> Right. A 15 point piece. Well, that's what I mean, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, I mean, an OMA would have, you know, hopefully high enough defense and invincible and stuff. And But it's Black Widow. Um, you know, Black yeah, Widow ruins no OMAs. Doubt. You know, uh, Vulture ruins Swarms. You know, Punisher War Machine ruins Stealth, essentially. Um, yeah. So... You know the uh, and the the close attack, right? So um, the the fact that the paparazzi's just come within four, they can sidestep, and Widow's got a twenty, right? So the paparazzi's are either most likely missing, right? And then if they hit, it's bad because it throws off your pacing. But then they miss, and then they call out a Vulcan who's really close to knocking you off of your top two clicks yeah so, i've heard that getting a lot of free attacks with 10 attack is actually it's pretty good works out sometimes um you know but you were hitting <laughs> you you know you weren't intending on missing all the time no but even if i missed it was a it was a it could be a blessing once those came out i mean that's true 
Oh, he can make a close attack too. So even with the, uh, I was just thinking the the shifting focus widow could help you, but he gets to make a free close attack too. That's a little better because you have combat reflexes, but yeah, it's still not great. No, you mean Punisher making a free attack? Yeah. Sorry. Oh was... yeah. I mean, in uh, Joe G gave him the Waldo arms and rolled a free attack every turn against me. <laughs> I like that. So. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm just a uh, Punisher War Machine's definitely, definitely high on the list. But thankfully, he's not crippling, right? Like a lot of these other things are. Um. So, you know, that's that's really how my day went. I should have practiced a little bit more. Um, but realistically, I'm not. I'm not terribly excited to like play Fantastic Four or Vulture. I mean, I've played Vulture once and I I, I didn't really like it, you know. Sure. Um, you know, and um, <laughs> I, I, I probably out of all the teams in like the top four, top eight, I probably like Isaac's team the best, the hybrid JLU team. Yeah, you beat me in nuts with it. It's very, very good. <laughs> yeah. It's still good. I Yeah, I really like how he built it because he uses, like, influence ring and spin ring so he can force blast for free or place for free to move people for Batman, and then he can make people tiny with the atoms for Batman. It, it's I mean, it's still a Batman team, and it has a lot of ways to do it, but there's other things you can do, like the atoms and things like that. So, yeah, sure. I like it all. <laughs> Um, I think that would probably be uh, that would probably be my closest thing that I'd be interested in playing now. Um, but um, anyways, you know, I you know I was thinking about like what's my sage advice there, and you know, um, you know, Adam talked earlier in the show about how vulture is not a problem because there's not a um, great counter to him right now. But then again, like uh, Adam said that like 50% of his games, he just won. <laughs> sure. Like Vulture just goes off and wins. And I'm like, even if it's 40%, right? That's a pretty high percentage, right? If you're just wiping 40% of the field because they can't withstand a entire flurry of flurries from a 60 point piece is the big that's the big thing like if right. a 200 point piece did that it wouldn't be as big of a deal right yeah um you know um but adam talked about that and i just want to make sure folks realize that you know adam said that 40 percent of his games he just wins yeah um I'm like, that's that limits so much more of the field, right? Like we haven't seen a Wendigo hardly in month in a few months. I was thinking about that just yesterday. I'm like, man, we we live in a world where Wendigo's not good enough. <laughs> like that's where we're at right now. I can't play a Wendigo team. Oh. But you know what? Um Mary Jane might ruin Wendigo. Mary Jane could ruin Wendigo, um, but then 
probably not more than Vulture and Batman. Yeah, that's true. But like you think think about it though, like Mary Jane starts off with shape change. And then if the three wind like if you just played like one Wendigo versus Mary Jane, Mary Jane might be able to just end cap the Wendigo to death three times. Mary Jane has a very, very good chance to beat Wendigo in a one v one. Because Wendigo, I mean, she has more range than him, right? Because he has sidestep charge, which is six, and then seven eight with his giant reach. She has sidestep place six, sidestep up to eight, and then in, yeah, so she outranges him, so she could kill him before he even gets to her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that that's funny. That just blows my mind. <laughs> um, a big hairy man beast, whatever a Wendigo is, loses to Mary Jane, a regular human. <laughs> She's a movie star, though. A movie star, right? <laughs> she generates guys with cameras. <laughs> yeah, she's fun. Oh, I still like the figure. It's super thematic and, and super cool, but maybe it was a little bit overtuned. <laughs> right. But, yeah. I mean, and you know, I don't know the, the Marvella barrier stuff is crazy. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, just the unthemed, just popping off on you right it's just oh man there's a lot of crazy stuff right now and I, i'm struggling on how to process it all and do something good with it uh, yeah um i think that the that the like winter break or whatever is coming a good time i think everybody's a little uh, run down maybe um, maybe not everybody but I, I've, I've heard it from a lot of different people um, maybe we all just need to wind down for a little bit and then come back after a few sets have been released refresh everything right yeah like maybe the house of X will give us a little bit more fire on something um, this mythical vulture counter that'd be nice yeah tell me about it I'd be okay with that and we still have the watch list, right? We can all cross our fingers, and that fixes a lot of issues that some people have. So, Right. I agree. I agree. Which has been two weeks, though. So yeah. we're, we're above average on watch list result time, I think, already. Yeah, so. But, yeah, I think I think it's a, we can all just, like, chill for a little bit, wind down. Yeah, and then I think so. Things fall. Yep, it's the year of Adam, so... It definitely is. Definitely been the year of Adam, so congrats to him again. Um, Real quick, do you know if he if he qualified already or if he was in the morning tournament? Uh, no, he qualified because of his Nats win. That makes sense, yeah. Okay, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> uh, probably, I think he also won Team Worlds. He also won Team Worlds last year, so... Also true. So I think, All right, he, I think he got in that away as well. So we get to see two more Adam maps. Maps? Yeah, because he gets to design one for Nats and one for Worlds. No, he gets a figure for Worlds. Last year was Wizkid's Worlds teams. No, no, no. I'm saying Nats this year was a map, and then Worlds this year was a map. Oh, I didn't know there was a map for Nats this year. Okay. Makes yeah, that's, that's what he was saying, so... 
two two atom maps coming. But no, his worlds last year. Uh, his worlds last year would be a figure, right? So we get to see that at some point. Man, I'm just it terrifies me if <laughs> when Adam Friedman gets to design anything for your clicks. Yeah, I think I think it'll be fun. I mean, the political well, the political rally map wasn't too crazy. That was uh, Matt. Matt Esper. Right, that was Matt, Adam, and Paris. Oh, it was all three of them? I didn't know that. Yeah, so Adam will actually hold the record with most number of mats designed. Yeah, three. Yeah, so Isaac's at two, I'm at two. Um, oh, he's Pat. Uh, Pat, I think, just did the one. Ed did one. Um... Well, Ed did two because they did the he did his um, personal map and then the four points. Yeah, they well the four points gaming forever was I think yeah that was Ed's map. And four then points they, gaming between the four of them have like seven maps or something like that. Five, I think, is their total. Is what okay. Scott was saying. Yeah, That's um, pretty good. Yeah, all of them have designed one. All four of them. So cool. Yeah, it's fun. Designing a map was was very very fun, right? Um, I enjoyed it, right? There's um working with the map designer um was a pleasant experience. Like um you know, I he for me personally, right? I I know I know that probably some of the winners have, you know, drawn out their own maps and you know, that sort of thing. But I just kind of gave him free reign of saying, here's my vision. Right. Here's the specific elements that I want, you know, go wild. And I've been very pleased. And, you know, he'd come back with his things and I would make some specific tweaks from there. But I was very pleased with what he came back with at that point. (coughs) All right. I got the teams pulled up. Uh, let's go into some questions for tonight. Um, Steven Spooner, what figure surprised you that made the top 16 cut? Um, so let's start with, was there a figure that didn't make top cut that surprised you? Was there something uh, in top cut that we expected to see that we didn't? Uh, you go. It seems like you have an idea already. <laughs> no, I, I don't. That's the thing. You know, like, there was plenty of Tri-Sentinels. There was plenty of Spider-Man stuff. There was Batman's Punisher War Machines. You know, like, I wasn't expecting to see, like, a, I don't know, like, an astronomer or a collector or, you know, I didn't expect to see any of those. Like, that would have surprised me. Was uh, there a steampunk penny that made it? Yeah, Jalen did. Okay. Makes sense. Um, like, I, you know, I don't think there was anything that, like, necessarily blew my mind. You know what? Uh, no, I don't I don't think so, Stephen. Um, I say the one figure that did surprise me was uh, Nick Strife's uh, doppelganger. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Dude, that's crazy. I'm going to pull the team up. 
Yeah, I've got it here in front of me. It's uh, Doppelganger, Mary Jane, Mr. Oz, Valeria, Tri-Sentinel, Everett Ross, and Franklin Richards. Okay, so... So, also, I mean, Tyler... Just, oh, go ahead, uh, go ahead. I was it's just a say, Doppelganger team, right? Well, it's got plenty of other stuff on it. Was it the Prime Doppelganger or the Super Rare one? Yeah. It looks like it's just a Super Rare one. I thought it was the Prime. They're both called doppelgangers, so that's a little bit annoying. Um, according to the clip, Alex has it, no, it's the prime. Never mind. Yeah, yeah, okay. he just doesn't have a green a green okay. thing on him. Yeah, twelve attack, three damage, and power. Um, so here's what I have found, Tyler. At least from what I've seen from a couple of people playing Franklin, I think you were playing him too aggressively. Yeah, I mean, probably. That makes sense. <laughs> um, like, you know, there was B-turns that they wouldn't pick. I mean, I think for the team that you were playing him, you had yeah. to play him aggressive. I think but there's other te- these other teams that are playing Franklin aren't playing him as aggressively as you were. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, I think it was just more specific to the team. I needed a specific uh, thing. Yeah, like like they were just not picking power some turns and that sort of thing. And yeah, that's that is probably a team difference. Sure. Doppelganger. Yeah. Um. So Michael Kupak, Kupik. I always say your name wrong. Um. Everyone had expectations on how many seventeen seventy sixes would be played. Do you think we saw too many, too few, or what you expected? Um. Probably about what I expected. It was what close to half the teams. How many had it actually? Uh, we actually have, we have it here. So there was um, seven is over five teams. Okay. Um, yeah, probably about what I expected. And then a lot of the other teams, you could tell that they were specifically built with him in mind. You know, I think a lot of. I mean, obviously the Spider-Man helped. Uh, Punisher War Machine, but also the fact that he gets to make free attacks is another thing in a, in a two-action meta. If you if you only have two actions, free attacks are, are king, I guess. Yeah, that's true. Batman doesn't rely on it that much. Um, yeah, so I, I think I think it, it definitely it obviously shifted the meta because five of the top sixteen teams made it. Um, Right, and I would say that anyone would say, well, every team's going to be 1776 or going to be a double of them. They're, <laughs> they're a little bit alarmist, right? Uh, yeah, because Faust was not on every team. Even even Faust was not on every team. That's right. Yeah, Faust was not on every team. Yeah, a lot of Sure, maybe that argument could be made that he maybe should have, but people... Um, if there's something that people don't like, people won't play it, right? There, there are there. Pro- I can guarantee you, there are people in the top 16 that didn't play 1776 because they just didn't want to play a piece like that. Same thing with Vulture, and you know, right? That's just not some people play. <laughs> That's true. Um, Brian Poling, we answered your question earlier in the show. Uh, Luke Baker. Um, of all of the X-Men 
comics, everything X-Men related, who do you hope to see most in the upcoming set? I don't... <laughs> I only like the the very base X-Men. And then everything, all the hundreds of mutants outside of that, I hate them all. I hate everything. Like, Morlocks and, and just every everything outside of the main X-Men force, I just do not like. So I, I don't want to dig deep into that set. I just want the main ones in really cool ways. Right. So I, uh, my X-Men experience was has been is mainly the 90s cartoon Mm -hmm. so like that set last year got me filled up right like my heart's content was full of x-mans um you know from the colossals to the all of the minis to even the the chase set right um that was all it was all every season right lots of good stuff um, so my answer would be my other, um, exposure to X-Men is the fighting games from the nineties. Oh yeah. So X-Men versus Street Fighter, uh, Marvel versus Capcom one and two. Um, so from that, I loved playing Blackheart, um, in, in, in that game. Uh, and we haven't had a, we've only had one black cart <clears throat> and we only had him, um, and we had him in amazing Spider-Man. So, uh, he okay. is Hellfire Club. So I'd like to maybe see him again. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. I agree with that. Um, and then again, so one of the obvious answers here is apocalypse. We've seen him. So we're, we're getting apocalypse finally after, whew. Four um, years since the Age of Apocalypse chases came out? Three years? 2017? Uh, Age of Apocalypse came out in 2016. Okay. Um, so. the, the UXM set, uh, specifically. But, um, uh, you know, we haven't seen Apocalypse himself since 2012, maybe? Yeah, so... Obviously, uh, it's good that he's coming back. I, I think wasn't isn't there a super rare and a super rare prime that's been spoiled? Like not yeah. the just seen him. Yeah, just him. Yeah. So WizKids 2012 exclusive apocalypse. Um. And then yeah. he hasn't been in since Giant Size X Men. There's there's a lot of riding on on that figure. They've yeah. done so good justice. Um, one more I would like to see is uh, I want to see a super rare Nightcrawler with a really flavorful teleport mechanic. They've done really really well with putting a lot of flavor and making us feel like the specific characters in the last couple sets. I want a, a really good Nightcrawler like that. That's true. That's true. Um. So, TJ Bozilla, um, what generic keyword do you wish got invited to the Spider-Man, Spider-Man family party but missed the invite? Um, spy. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go with Cosmic. No, oh, you can't. You, you played right into Joe G's hands. I don't care. I want a leadership for Cosmic. 
Oh, That's I did, true. didn't I? <laughs> yeah, but I bet he expected you to say it, not me. Because Monsters right. is not there. Um, right. So, Monsters would be cool, too. There's, I think the main ones that were left out were Ruler, Monster, Mystical. Or, not Ruler. Uh, Monster, Mystical, and Cosmic, right? Yeah. And I think that's because WizKids probably saw them as the best keyword, so they didn't want to. They were cautious in, in making them generic. I think. Yeah. Would be my guess. But. Right. So it, it again. It, I guess it makes me sad that like Black Widow doesn't have Soldier. Um. Yeah. Because I may be into 1776 if I can play. If I could have played dual 1776 with Black Widow, with <laughs> with Marvellas and Mary Jane. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. Sounds not bad. Right. Um, Brute would have been a good one. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Oh, could man, you imagine no. if they put Brute? Oh my God, that'd be so funny. Yeah, let's not make um, <laughs> Vulture that good. <laughs> you only get two actions to try to kill Vulture. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I am yawning big time tonight. Um, Spencer White, where are the monsters at? No monsters or Captain Marvel in top 16. Tyler must be deeply hurt. Yeah, I mean a little bit. I, this was the question that made me start thinking about Wendigos and how like they're just not good enough. I think monsters, um, you could argue after um, the uh, mini was rotated out, I would argue before, but we're never really about... They, it was just a bunch of good stuff. It was a team with a bunch of good pieces. And there were low-cost good pieces. You know, That's how it worked. I think that the meta has kind of shifted away from that to... Like, like I said last time, like the top one percent. It's it's focused around like ten to fifteen pieces that are just better than everything else, and you build maybe not around those, but with those pieces almost almost exclusively. Um, yeah, I, I don't think Mar or monsters fit into that because I don't think they have any pieces like that right now. Um, right. I'm trying to think of any that are even close. There's got to be some, but I can't think of them at the moment. Yeah, I mean, like, the whole Mole Man Wendigo thing just, just can't yeah, I, happen right now. Yeah. Wendigo is, the clo I guess, the closest. He would probably be the best for those points, but he's just not not good enough anymore. Um, going through right. it really. Yeah, you know, there's nothing. There's nothing you're going to be able to find. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there there are good pieces with Monster. Maybe even great pieces, but they aren't the 1%. Right. All I guess is kind of close, but I don't think he's good enough. Right. Yeah. Um, Kurt, we talked about 1776 with Adam. Um, basically, I think Adam was kind of thinking that his effect should almost be gone. Like his negative one to action total should just be deleted. Yeah. <laughs> It'd still be okay. It'd still be a decent character. <laughs> yeah, like you just, yeah, for sure. Do you think we will see any new mechanics in the WWE set? I don't think we'll see any new powers. We might see some cool new, like, signature moves. Yeah, I don't think any specific mechanics. I, I, doubt, that, I doubt they would do that. 
seems like that's pretty set. Yep. Um, ACM writes in, do you know the Starro build? Is Venom, Symbiote, or Remaker the better choice on Pharaoh? Well, Pharaoh um, already has phasing. Phasing, right. Um, so the breakaway is useless. It basically comes down to if you like poison or plasticity better on her. Um, right, but I can't think of a reason that you care about them staying next to her. Maybe... Well, because she has phasing, so you can get to wherever you want. So maybe you could place in, a, in an advantageous position, but... Yeah, I'd say probably Remaker's better. Yeah, I definitely like Remaker. Poison's always good. Poison's surprisingly good. Yeah. Um, so, Richard McClure, what is the biggest surprise from Spider-Man Absolute Carnage set when it came to Mara, Meta? Mary Jane? Mary Jane. 100%. Mary Jane. Um, are people sleeping on the Fantastic Four mechanic? Um, I don't think so, because there was a couple of those teams that made top 16, right? Um, Nate made it in with a kind of like pseudo one. It's like half Fantastic Four, half Spider-Man, I think. Well, also, and then um, Tom made it in with his Latveria team. Oh, true, which is a Fantastic Four team. Yeah, I think it's just, it's solid. Um, it, I don't think it, it's ever the top, but I think it's an A, an a team. Um, right. It, it's good. I think it's it, it's a valued about right where it should be. Yeah. But, you know, prove us wrong, I guess. <laughs> uh, Steven Wentz, um, do you think there will be rotation next year? Um, I, I don't think, oh, it's so hard. I mean, what would rotate? What, like, is there anything important that we need to, ro- well, Vulture, I guess, right? Yeah, Vulture, right. So you would, um, if rotation happens as expected, right, it would be BTAS, Battle World. Uh, of course, BTAS, we would lose all of the initial trouble alerts. Um... Which aren't used that much anymore. Like, Firestorm is still used, but mostly it's the newer ones, right? Right. Um, So, you know, Battle World, we would lose um, Alex Wilder. Who's not really played anymore? Um, No, I mean, uh, mean, he is on um, Popper, but... uh, Sure. The Gravity Feed for Captain Marvel? So we'd lose Coulson. I'm just going through set by set here while we're thinking about it. I mean, Gauntlet Panther, but he's fallen off flavorability. But I mean, he could come back, right? I guess as far as like yeah, flavorability, yeah. Um, Sheriff Strange, not really. No, I mean, no. I mean, Prime Thanos isn't used anymore because of Uni being gone. Um, Earth X, right? So Earth X, we would lose Vulture, obviously. Um, Captain Venom, the Skulls. um, And we could be forgetting stuff here, folks. So I'm just hitting the things that are popping out to me quickly. Sure. Uh, Not a a ton. Daredevil, Iron Man, 
um, Captain Marvel, uh, Captain Venom, uh, the map bonuses, right? So we'll, we'll lose right, train, that's trains and Iron Avengers, um, Ock Arms, Venom Symbiote. Ooh, Ock Arms probably need to go. <laughs> yeah, I, I think so, yeah. Um, like, if they don't fix Vulture, right, he's always going to be there, right? And somebody will always play Vulture, right, which always means, like, your swarm teams, like, your swarm teams and your battle, like, the only thing Vulture's positively doing right now is controlling swarm and controlling the battle for map bonus supremacy. Yeah, I can agree with that. Um, See, I'm just looking. So we so we lose the Captain Marvel movie feed, which is pretty um, much just Coulson. Pretty much Coulson. I mean, Korath can be a thing. Yeah, that's true. Um, the Chase Captain Marvel can be a thing. Yeah, I've heard people want to try her with um... Galactus. It's not yeah. a not an irrelevant thing. Yeah. Um. um. You know what? Phil Coulson with Galactus would be cool. Yeah, that's true. He doesn't have willpower. He doesn't have willpower, and he always he loses his carry ability after his first click. True. I like, and um, that would give him phasing. Oh, that's true. That's pretty good. Right. I always thought that Coulson was was underplayed. Um, Rebirth had nothing. <laughs> we lose. Well, well, no rebirth. We would lose Mr. Oz. We lose Mr. Oz. We lose Press Ricard. Um, now, I mean, we do lose some things that have always been right there on the cusp. Yeah, um, uh, we do lose Billy Batson. That's could be relevant yeah. for a medical team. Yeah, Billy, uh, Black Adam, um, Raven is a decent monster carry. Uh, Starfire. Yeah. Chases are not good enough, it turns out, although they're so expensive. Right, uh, and we would also lose ABPI. That one would be on the cusp, right? Or would it not? Well, so it, it was, re- so it depends, right? right. Theoretically, technically, if they do it like they did um, the Turtles, okay, because Turtles... Four right came out after Nats, but came out in June, and they were cut. Yeah, but this came out June first. Doesn't so. matter. Turtles, Turtles came out the end of June, and were oh, cut. Right. So ABPI <laughs> and Regenesis would be yanked. Yeah. Um, so, so I guess I don't know. So back to our original question. I guess, kind of in general, that we're answering here. <laughs> sure. Do we do we want rotation to happen as normal, or what happens if rotation doesn't happen? So before this conversation, I was thinking it probably shouldn't, just because you know things are the way they are right now. Blah 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 blah. But looking through the top sixteen, the only thing I see from all of those sets, um, outside of ABPI, there's a few, is Vulture, right? 
Um, oh, Tri Sentinel Ghost, right? That's a big one. Yeah, he should go too. I would. So say. yeah, Vulture and Tri Sentinel are, are all we lost in the in the top teams. I'm not crying about that. Um, so maybe it should go. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. It it seems like, and I am normally the one, <laughs> like, down crying this or playing it down a little bit, but it it might be too much power creep because when an entire an entire rotation happens and there's only like two or three pieces that are kind of relevant in the top teams. That seems to point to an issue there. Yeah, that's true. So it's not about rotation, right? We lose, we lose pieces that are still very, very relevant on major teams. Um, but it just doesn't seem to be the I'm just looking through it. I'm not seeing anything that I'm super sad about. Yep. I agree. Um, so, Emmanuel asks, out of the two, Necrosword or Galactus? <coughs> like, it's such an odd comparison, right? Yeah, is that the question? Because I don't, I yeah, don't know. Part, you can play both on the same character, right? Or no, you can't. You can't, but... Like, I, like, who am I? Who am I putting Necrosword and Galactus on? I think maybe in general, right? Like, Galactus is generally more useful, right? I just don't think I can't think of a piece where I would ever be making this decision because they do such different things that I would never be thinking: Should I put the Necrosword, which is sort of an all-out offense, I'm going to hit you, or Galactus, which is more utility, you know? I don't think I'm ever competing against these two. I don't. I don't either. Um, I think. Probably... I think. I think just in a vacuum, though, I would say Galactus, though, right? I mean, just just to kind of answer the question, right? I mean, I know it's a little bit weird, but I mean, Galactus is probably going to do more things than the Necrosword. It's more versatile, and the Necrosword is more pinpointed. But I, I would guess that you would see them. Probably relatively in the same amounts going forward, would be my guess. Probably yeah. just a little bit. Okay. Yeah, I'll say. I agree. <laughs> what are you gonna what are you gonna say? I'll say Galactus. Galactus, alright, cool. Gives a little more play. Yeah. Um so the um and then his second part of this question is can we admit that Vulture is just good? Yes. <laughs> we <laughs> when was uh, yes I guess <laughs> yes yeah vulture is good I will agree with that sentence it is accurate yes it is very accurate um I am looking for there is his team okay um so Matthew DePaz does the Barkley team only win because it scores and wastes time hiding afterwards I so mean, I- that's the point of the team. It's not like a negative. No, so, well, the answer is two-part there. He has a high enough theme and maps to where you can't, like, a lot of teams can't get away from him. Right. So he's going to be able to score points and hide, uh, agreed, but... The fact that you're going to go after him means that he's going to get you. Because you have to 
you know, there's there's masters you have to slog through. Um, but it's doable. I mean, we, you could look at the finals from Worlds to see that, you know, that was Barclay versus um, Adam, and he was able to break enough walls. Right. So it's uh-huh. doable. It takes some patience, though. It's doable, right? Well, I mean, like, but it totally puts you, and I didn't watch the final game just yet, but I mean, um, you know, it's not easy. Um, and if you have any two by twos, right, he just instantly starts eating your team, right? Well, um, with the Adam in the final game, he Adam was able to get his whole team away from blocking turn one, except for. Um, he got a Proteus. Um, a Proteus died, but he, I mean, he had two by twos. He had, I think, Magneto, Phoenix, and Tri-Sentinel? No, he didn't have Tri-Sentinel, or else it would have been a free game. <laughs> he had Magneto and and uh, Dark Phoenix, and he was able to get them all. So, it's doable. Right. I mean, it totally breaks your formation, though, right? It does, and it it would take, I mean, it takes a lot of mental fortitude to be able to do it. I think Adam is, um, I guess, gifted in that sense. Right. So. But, like, on Ancient Hold, there's only, like, one place that you can put two-by-twos, right? You can, and you can only fit, I'm looking at the map right now, there's only that center section of the map where you can put two-by-twos that they don't, aren't adjacent to. Yeah, he, he had, he I mean, he spent at least three actions breaking walls every turn for the first, like, five turns or something. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's kind of what that team is, is designed to do. It's it's a it's a turtley team, you know. They, they're, right. They're taking pot shots at you, and they're barriering up. That's the, that's the point of the team. Right, but I think, I don't, I don't, I'm not quite sure to Matthew's point, right? It, it, it It's going to wipe you if there's nothing that you can do about it. Right, it's going to wipe you because it will score score points first, and then you have right. to run at him. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. Um, so, you know, I'm I'm kind of hoping that Galactus helps get rid of that. Um, I mean, uh, you know, and Robert, I want to be clear. Rob, I played against Robert and lost against him in the qualifier. Um, he's an exceptionally nice guy. Um, yeah. Um, an, exce- an, an, ex- an exceptionally great player. Um, <coughs> however, I do not like that. I do not like Barkley <laughs> as a team. I, I do not like that team function. Um, <laughs> okay, can I just really quickly remind you, you have played Barrier and D20 stuff before. I know, <laughs> and I didn't enjoy it. Okay, <laughs> that's fair. Um, it was not fair to my opponents either. Like it was, it was not, it was not nice. Yeah. It's a very specific archetype of team and there are players who enjoy it. There are players who don't, uh, but it's been seen before. Like I said, with that team I mentioned with Dan, um, there's Supreme intelligence teams that did similar things. He didn't need line of fire for attacks. Um, right. So and that, that, that general that could draw missiles, I can't remember his name. Was it Ross? Thunderbolt, Thunderbolt Ross, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's been so, seen before. It has, right? And, you know, so uh, it's not a fun team to play all day. I mean, it's very big props to Robert. And you got to remember, too, that he was playing the spin ring. Um, 
so he can get Valeria out there and generate no not the sprint to spin. He was playing zero. Um sorry. So he can, you know, put like it on Valeria and Valeria oh. can, you know, do her voopy sidesteppy thing and then like, place a place a free square of barrier against you. Probably and then, anywhere, right? Like that's a huge range. That's depend on your roles, right? I mean that yeah, can be six and sidestep. I mean that's eight and then two is ten, then she moves. Right, so it's almost anywhere. <laughs> right, and then she has what four range, five range, six range, something like that. Uh, I think it's six. And I mean, and a perplex, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, he can get you. <laughs> right, so you know, that's all. That's all pretty crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, it's not like he doesn't have to move. You have to move. Right. Um, but I'm hoping, I'm glad that Galactus is coming. Or Galactus has came. Sure. Has a, have a, has a, arrived, uh-huh. I guess. Sure, Whatever. that's better. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So, so, we'll see if he, uh, if that affects him at all. I would think so, right? Because that team can't move nearly fast enough. Well, so it's a, I'm not sure how fast that will happen. You know, I, I just have to see it in person to see. Yeah, I would think so, right? But, like, you know, if, if Barclay wins map and then takes you to the back and you're just like, pass, click the converter, sure. pass, click the converter. Does pass, Bar- how pass. much of that team has sidestep? Oh, because almost all of it. Well, then that doesn't seem that bad, right? I know, but he's eventually going to have to get out of his little barrier formation. Yeah, I, I feel like there's probably ways to plan around that, though. Um, right, but there should be a way that you can get moved up and then do a thing, right? You should be able to go long enough to do it. At least that's my hope, right? I mean, that's, yeah, what, it, that's, my, that's my thought in my head. It's definitely a negative for him. It just, we'll, we'll have to see. I think it's a wait and see to see if it's enough. But I'm, I'm sure that a Barclay does not like to see a Galactus across him. Right. Like, I don't know. I don't... Uh, maybe House of X will bring us a way to make Batman a Colossal again. <laughs> maybe. Um, or just a giant. Giant's fine. Giant's fine. With the wrong giant. Yeah, you're not picky. <laughs> yeah, I'm not picky. That doesn't really matter if you're against Barclay and um, uh, what's it? Ancient old. Sorry. No, no, that's what I'm thinking. So here's here's my thought. We got the new um, we got the new rock map that's basically Strange Day at the Park. So you go oh, super high. plus eighteen theme or something. Yeah, plus super super big on Batman, all in bats. Making bats a colossal. This House of X piece magically has the Justice League teamwork keyword. Of course, yeah. <laughs> or Spider <laughs> or Spider Man family. It could just be a ten point piece. Well, you know what? It could it's just our, be a ten point police. It's our, no, it's already there. It's already yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Yeah. Police. Well, it could be. So for theme fluff, right, we need ro- robots, right, to, to play the Supermans and the Brainiacs. 
Well, no, because you could do you could do ruler as well. Um, for and, and get Proteuses. Yep. Okay, so robot. Okay, so that's fine. So ruler. So this new piece needs to just be any of the things that Spider-Man family can bring in. Yep. Because we got to play Miles to get Batman or Hammer Eye. I'm just and, getting exhausted realizing that every set that comes out in the next two years, we have to look at all of their keywords and match them with everyone else who has one of these eight keywords. <laughs> and with that, uh, let's wrap it up with final thoughts tonight. Yeah. Um, final thoughts are... I'm kind of glad there's a little bit of a break. Um, that's what I'm going to be doing. I'm probably not going to be looking too much here. I mean, I'll be on the Facebook page, but I'll be playing that much probably for the next month or two um, just because there's not much to play. Um, and then we'll we'll see how the, the next couple sets affects things, and, and especially the watch list. We're definitely looking out for that to see how things... That's going to be very, very important to the next uh, year of Hero Clicks. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. It might be the biggest watch list, right? Or am I wrong? It's it's a lot of figures. It's the most uh, relevant in in a minute. Yeah, for sure. So, um, uh, my final thoughts, you know, just in general. Thanks everybody for listening to Click Stuff. We appreciate y'all. This has been a trying year. It's been hard to have a lot of event coverage this year. Uh, been hard to you know stay motivated in all aspects of life so we appreciate y'all running running along this year with us and you know thanks for listening and have a great night all right thanks guys see ya